0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We heard from Daniel today. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. The specter of a judgment day is frightening. For most people, having to stand before the Almighty and give an account, having to answer for all that you've done, even things that didn't seem like such a big deal to you, things that you don't even remember anymore, but that were written down in your book. When I was young, and some of you who are older might remember this too, in school, if you did something wrong, we used to say that was going on your permanent record. Some file somewhere that would follow you around and affect your future. That was supposed to frighten us into good behavior. Today, though, it's far worse than that. Today it's not just school kids that have to worry about that and about some mythical permanent record. Today it's the internet and social media and archives of things from the past. Everyone from politicians to celebrities to folks that just aren't liked have all kinds of things from their past dredged up to confront them and judge them. Something that may have been acceptable then, but is not now. Something then written or said in jest, but now considered hate speech. People are accused, and atonement for their sin is demanded. That's what we see happening in our world today, and people's lives and careers are being ruined So the thought of a a judgment day when everything is out there, everything from your past, and not just what you did or wrote, but with God, even the thoughts of your minds and the desires of your heart. Yeah, that's frightening. But these verses we heard from Daniel today were not meant to frighten us but to comfort us. So what I want to do is read this entire chapter of Daniel to you so that you can hear that. You'll hear that Daniel was anxious and alarmed. There's beasts in this chapter and destruction and trouble in his vision, alarming things, and God's people, God's saints, are warred against and overcome. But in the end, it is the Most High that prevails, and the saints are saved. And so Daniel is told so that we will be told, not so that we will be frightened of a judgment, but rather so that as bad as things might look and as bad as things might get, we know the end. How it will all turn out. So listen. And especially listen for when the court appears a second time. And what happens then? In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel saw a dream and visions of his head as he lay in his bed. Then he wrote down the dream and told the sum of the matter. Daniel declared, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea. And four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. Then as I looked, its wings were plucked off, and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. And the mind of a man was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one, like a bear. It was raised up on one side. It had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And it was told, Arise, devour much flesh. After this, I looked, and behold, another, like a leopard, with four wings of a bird on its back. And the beast had four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this... I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, terrifying and dreadful and exceedingly strong. It had great iron teeth. It devoured and broke in broken pieces and stamped what was left with its feet. It was different from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another horn, a little one before which three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. And Here's our verses for today. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked then because of the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking. And as I looked, the beast was killed, And its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man. And he came to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. As for me, Daniel, my spirit within me was anxious, and the visions of my head alarmed me. I approached one of those who stood there and asked him the truth concerning all this. So he told me, and made known to me the interpretation of the things. These four great beasts are four kings who shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever, and ever. Then I desired to know the truth about the fourth beast, which was different from all the rest, exceedingly terrifying, with its teeth of iron and claws of bronze, and which devoured and broke in pieces and stamped what was left with its feet. And about the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn that came up, and before which three of them fell, the horn that had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things, and that seemed greater than its companions. As I looked, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them until the Ancient of days came. And judgment was given for the saints of the Most High. And the time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. Then he said, as for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth which shall be different from all the kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings shall arise. And another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones, and shall put down three kings. He shall speak words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and shall think to change the times and the law, and they shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. But the court shall sit in judgment. And his dominion shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Here is the end of the matter. Did you hear it? Some folks don't. Because they get all caught up in the details. Trying to identify the beasts and the horns and the times and such. But focus on the big picture that Daniel was describing. That in the end, this judgment is not of the saints, but for the saints. That in the end, it is the evil that is judged and cast away. And the ones who look defeated and cast out God's saints are victorious in the end. It is the Most High, who, to use the words we heard in Revelation today, who is and who was and who is to come, who is ruling all things. Which, whether we see it now or not, We will see in the end. And we will see it in the end. Because what will happen in the end has in fact already happened. It happened when all the terrifying powers and evil in the world rose up against Jesus. And with his death on the cross they looked like they prevailed against him. Or think of it this way, the cross is when all the judgment of the last day happened at one moment in time. And in Jesus, the church, all the saints, even God himself, seemed overcome, dead, and buried. It seemed that evil had won. That was the hour, as Jesus said, of the power of darkness. But all the power of the world did not win. It couldn't. Pilate's power, Caesar's power, worldly power has its time, but in the end, the truth will win. Power then and power now scoffs at the truth, ridicules the truth, belittles the truth, and tries to make the truth what they want it to be. But when the court shall sit in judgment, it said, His dominion, His power, worldly power, the power of evil shall be taken away. And the truth will be known, be seen, and shall prevail. Because Jesus prevailed. He rose from the dead. Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. So just as in Daniel's vision, the horrors of the beasts are replaced with the joy of God's judgment for the saints. So too, the horror of the cross is replaced with the joy of the resurrection. And so too, will the horror of the evil in our world be replaced with the joy of our victory in Jesus. And that is a joy and confidence we have in fact already now. For just as the cross is when all the judgment of the last day happened in one moment of time. So the word and the sacraments are when all the victory of the last day is given to us here and now in this moment in time. The victory over sin you need is given here in the forgiveness of your sins. The victory over death you need is given here as you are raised from being dead in your trespasses and sins and given a new life. Which is to say that Daniel's vision was fulfilled in a threefold way. First, on the cross with Jesus' death and resurrection when he took all the judgment upon himself. And then second, it was fulfilled here when we are joined to Jesus in his death and resurrection and given his victory. And it is finally and fully fulfilled on the last day. When we are raised and given the kingdom Jesus won for us. So that when the last day comes, you have nothing to fear. Because in fact, you've been living it all along. And so it will be a day of great joy for you and me and all the saints, all who are in Christ Jesus by faith. Which is why John began his account in the book of Revelation, which also has a lot of beasts and frightening figures, right? With these words that we heard today. Grace to you and peace. We have peace, not anxiety, not fear of the last day, not dread, but peace. Because we have received the grace of God, the forgiveness of our sins. Our sins for which we rightly deserve condemnation and judgment, but which have been taken away by Him. Who, as John put it in the verses from Revelation today, who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father. That's who you are, dear children of God, because that's who Jesus has made you. You are dearly loved, you have been set free, and you belong to the King. To the king who created you. The king who stood before Pilate and hung on the cross for you. And the king who is coming again for you. Because he wants you to be with him, as Daniel said, forever, forever, and ever. So that's the confidence we live with now. The world may dredge up your past sins and demand you atone for them. But your sins have already been atoned for by Jesus on the cross. And evil may rise up against you as children of God. But the power of evil is no match for the love of the Most High. And death will come for you sooner or later. In one way or another. But you've already conquered death in Jesus So it can't have you either. The court has already sat. The judgment has already been given. And the victory already won. Jesus did it all. The last day will simply show us and make visible for all to see. What we already know and live now by faith. So we live now with that confidence. Made new, we live new lives. Forgiven, we forgive those who sin against us. Knowing the truth, we speak the truth. And when we die, we live. Because that's Jesus. And it's you who live in Jesus. You who have been baptized into him, absolved by him, and fed by him. You live in him who lives in you. So when that last day comes, Daniel wants you to know God will judge for you. When that last day comes, it will not be for you a day of anxiety, fear, or dread, but a day of fulfillment. The fulfillment of the joy and peace that you have and have been living all along. The fulfillment of the kingdom that you have and have been living in all along. And the fulfillment of the love that you have and have been living in all along. Hidden now, maybe, but visible then. And, as Daniel said, forever, forever, and ever. In the name of the Father and of the Son.